Hi, it's Paul Camillos. Welcome to Series 5 of Shooting the Breeze. Join me and my co-host Jacinta Gavin as we talk to inspiring players, amazing coaches and the legends behind the scenes and at the grassroots of the game. This marks the start of our fourth year of covering women's hoops and women in hoops. And throughout the series, we welcome experts like Lyndon Moore from New Zealand and other special guests from across the world to get a global picture of the game. During this series, we'll take a closer look at the grassroots and the passionate people at the community level. And of course, the 30th edition of the FIBA Women's Asia Cup was recently held in Sydney, where the Opals took bronze and Asia's best players put on a show. Hit that subscribe button and to show your support, rate and leave us a review on iTunes so we reach more listeners. It's been an open invitation to her that she just she jumped at. So I'm really excited to have her be around the club daily and be around the players and everyone's just thrilled that she's involved top down and she's just a wonderful yeah wonderful human being that we're just we're really privileged to be able to have her remain around the club and want to be here and is a really special person I think a lot of people in Sydney When we spoke with Chris Pongrass, CEO of the Sydney Kings and Sydney Flames, back in episode 132, Clubland, he mentioned Tiana Mangakahia would have a continuing role with the team. The Sydney Flames have now officially announced their plans and T's continuing role as part of the coaching lineup. So now we can share the excerpt with CP where he talks about this, along with the team's heartfelt wish to include T within the Flames fold since her early retirement. Episode 132 will be updated as an extended version. Also, if you missed it, in episode 105, Paint It Pink, Tiana, alongside teammate and best friend Vanessa Panousis, joined us to discuss their inaugural breast cancer awareness round. It's a lively chat that gave us an insight into enduring friendships that highlight it really is more than basketball. Okay, now, you mentioned earlier Tiana, and you mentioned that she's going to be around the team. Now, obviously, you know, all the WNBL fans have heard heard the news. How's the club going to keep Tiana around the, the organisation, and how are you seeing her fitting in over the season? So, Tiana is remaining part of the club. She's actually coming on this year as an assistant coach. Um when I talk about good humans, it's like it's is a remarkable, a remarkable person, character, and just is you know, yeah, has been through a lot in her life, and for her to have those challenges clear their head again and go through what she's going through right now, it's really tough to see someone that I think Sydney fell in love with mm. the whole organisation just really you know, really embraced and want her around. I said to her partway through the season last year is we want to make sure that you're here long-term and we see you in as part of this club, you know, long into the future. And then when she has to retire from pro basketball and there's just this heart-wrenching story and to see her going through what she's – and she's in such good spirits. Like she's just such an amazing human being. We just want her – around the club to the extent she wants to be. So she's coming on as assistant coach and that was her desire to want to be around our ownership group. I think it's really important to know. It's like they 
would look after and make sure that she's happy, healthy and stable and she wants to be part of this club. And so we're going to, you know, honor her playing contract and, and have her back. And she wants to come back and learn the coaching side. She wants to be around basketball. I think it's going to be a challenge for her to go from that player to coach, but to see someone who's just wants to dive in head first into this side of the game. I, I can't say I'd be strong enough to be able to do that myself, I, you know? And so, you know, she's already moved back to Sydney, but in a couple of months from being diagnosed, she's here working. She wants to be a coach. So it's been an open invitation to her that she just, she jumped at. So I'm really excited to have her be around the club daily and be around the players. And everyone's just thrilled that she's involved top down. And she's just a wonderful, yeah, wonderful human being that we're just, we're really privileged to be able to have her remain around the club and want to be here. And is a, Really special person, I think, a lot of people in Sydney. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you go on, Jacinta. It's going to say it can just be a double-edged sword for someone in that situation where you want to stay involved, especially because since she was at Asia Cup last year in Jordan, her game has grown so much and she was hitting the peak to the point where I'm like, she's going to make the Paris team the way she's playing, for sure. Yeah. But it is that double-edged sword when you're faced with that situation where you don't have a choice in your own retirement. Do you still want to stay involved in the game in some way and involved in that community and be surrounded by those people in some way? Or is that too much of a reflection of I miss playing and that's the kind of sense of loss in that way? Yeah. So it's really admirable that she's taken on a coach's role to stay involved in the game but in a different way. Uh, Not entirely her choice, but she's taken on the, the next best option for her and she'll still be surrounded by the club and the team a lot of those team members who had her back when it all kind of happened as well. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got great friends, you know, her best friend, you know, Vanessa Panousis on the team and just a really good safety net of good human beings. And so when I talk about character and in being a big part of the players that you go after and recruit, it's like, I can't speak highly enough of her and Vanessa and Kira and Emma and the players that were there last year around her. And then the new players were bringing in. So, yeah, it's a special group I think we've been able to pull together this year. And I think, you know, Tiana's an extension of that. And I'm just I'm thrilled that she's wanted to stay around the club and be part of what we're building. So, yeah, really excited about her and her growth and seeing her in this new space. And I've got to say, I think from my personal perspective, seeing the team getting around her like that is just such um just such a great thing. She's staying involved, the club's supporting her. I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of WNBL fans, regardless of team that they support, who are going to be saying, this really is what we want to be seeing from the WNBL community. Definitely. And I think a lot of that goes, I think, to our ownership group too. In There wasn't second thought in terms of making sure we're supporting her and being in position to have her involved to the extent she wants to and was able to just an open invitation is to say we'll support you either way but this is here and i think yeah a lot can be said i think for our ownership group that hopefully that's a way that we can see WNBL and mbl and pro sport in general particularly for women is supporting players that are going through some of these challenges you know supporting them long term i think is really important yeah, I think this is a side of the of the WNBL that we don't see enough of. We know it's there, but it's not, you know, kind of on display to the fans as we'd like it to be. 
So yeah. I think this is a it's a really important it's an important thing for the league overall for the team to be doing this. No, it is. Thank you for saying that, Paul. And I think a lot of teams, um, I'm sure, would do the same thing, honestly, for someone as, as important as, as TIO is to us. So, yeah, I'm hoping this sets a precedent for everyone to, to do something similar. Again, God forbid someone has to go through something as challenging as this. So I hope you never have to see it again. But, yeah, it's great to see that the entire basketball community and sport community in Australia and abroad really get behind it. It's quite impressive to see even just the, the fundraising pages and how much people committed to helping support her was just, you know, just really beautiful to see. Okay, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been great getting a, a picture into how the whole recruitment process takes place. And I know we've kind of gone a little bit off topic, but I think it's all related to how you build a team. And as we've seen with a lot of organisations, a team isn't just your playing career. You know, it's part of belonging to a team over a greater period of time. And I think, you know, what we're hearing is that that's one of the goals that the Sydney Flames are trying to achieve and, and Hoops Capital. And it's going to be great to see how all of this develops over the next few years. It is. It is. And honestly, you know, I think I'm just a very small piece of the puzzle in terms of building something. There's a lot of people involved from ownership down, but, you know, you look to try to build a roster with input from everyone. Um, I think it's important is to build a roster as well that's in the coach's vision, that it's not just one person's desired roster. It's something that is has input from everyone, from ownership, coaching staff, down to the medical team that have an investment in seeing this succeed, but also to give input into their areas of specialty, I think is really important. And if I can be a conduit to help kind of connect all of them, great. There's a lot of work that goes into it from a lot of different people. And I'm just, I think, a vessel in, in trying to bring all of that together. Chris, again, thanks so much for your time. It's always great talking to you and it's always great getting insights into these parts of a WNBL team that a lot of fans don't always get to see. I'm glad there's some excitement around it. Some, some people would find some of this boring and, and very methodical and operational, but no, it's it's great to see the support that, you know, both you and Jacinta give to this league. Mate, anytime you want me on here, I'd be thrilled to come on. Um, I love what you both do and the platform that you help put a lot of these players on in, in the WNBL. So uh, really excited for the season. Thanks for having me on and hopefully we can talk again throughout. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Shooting the Breeze can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with all your friends.